0: Hello, everyone. My name is Linda Killian. I'm a teaching pastor at New Covenant Christian Church in Wilkesboro, North Carolina, and you are listening to Inspire. Today is part three of our podcast called Plans. When we ended our story last time, Joseph has been sold by his brothers to a band of merchants, and now Joseph is arriving in Egypt. Can you imagine what he thought as they approached that country? Let's remember Joseph is from a country of tents and sheep and goats and plain clothed shepherds and from a people with lots of long hair and beards. Now I want you to picture this. He's probably sitting in a cart or riding a camel and as they approach Egypt, he sees from a distance something they call pyramids. People are dressed really strange, short skirts on men, showing their legs speaking a different language there's no facial hair in fact there's a lot of bald heads men are wearing jewelry like necklaces and bracelets strange-looking headdresses and what is that painted around these people's eyes talk about a totally different culture but there's no time to stand and stare The merchant has to get him ready to be sold. So knowing that the Egyptians don't like hairy people, I'm sure they make him bathe, shave his head, his body, put on clean clothes, and then they stand him on the stocks to be sold. I can't even imagine what Joseph is feeling at this moment. He's alone, he's in a very foreign country, he's getting ready to serve as a slave, and he's hoping It's a good master who buys him. But what Joseph doesn't know is God's already chosen his master, and God has already orchestrated Joseph to be in his place of destiny, which is Egypt. Now, I'm going to pull you to the side for a second, for what I call a sidebar, because I need to tell you something else. The plans of God are written, but they can't happen until we're in our place, because place matters. Remember Elijah, when the Lord told him to go there and he would sustain him there? Well, Elijah was receiving water from the brook and food from ravens each day. But because he gave Elijah a new instruction, God had to dry up the brook and take away the ravens because he would never move from that place. And because where matters God couldn't bless him there. So once again, I could unpack a whole lot right there, but that's not our topic today. So back to our story. God sends a man by the name of Potiphar to purchase Joseph. He's a captain of the guards of the Pharaoh. And Potiphar takes Joseph to his house. And as I was thinking about this, I just came up with this conversation that they probably had. So this isn't in the Bible, but this is what I think kind of happened. So Potiphar says to him, so what do you know about planting and tilling the ground? Um, nothing, sir. Well, do you know anything about growing wheat, corn, barley, vegetables? No, sir, I don't. Well, what about irrigating, supplying water to the crops? Do you know anything about trenching water supplies? No, sir. I have storage silos so that I can store crops that are grown on my land in order to feed my household. Do you know anything about building, construction, foundations, engineering? Mm, No, sir. Do you have any experience in supervising people, directing people? Mm, No, sir, I don't. Now, Potiphar has some pretty raw material right here with Joseph, but the Bible tells us that Joseph was handsome and he was strong, so Potiphar saw the physical while God was right on time, lining up the connection. Joseph would learn and develop all the skill sets that he needed for where he was going while working for Potiphar. Joseph had landed on another planet, so to speak, absolutely a different culture than his own, but Joseph knows that God is totally directing his path. And how do we know that Joseph is even acknowledging God? because of what is written in Genesis 39. I want to read you a portion of that. Joseph is placed in the field of Potiphar, and he succeeded in everything he did. Potiphar noticed this and realized that the Lord was with Joseph, giving him success in everything he did. This pleased Potiphar, so he soon made Joseph his personal attendant. He put him in charge of his entire household and everything he owned. From that day, Joseph was put in charge of his master's household and his property, and the Lord began to bless Potiphar's household for Joseph's sake. All his household affairs ran smoothly, and his crops and livestock flourished. So Potiphar gave Joseph complete administrative responsibility over everything he owned. With Joseph there, Potiphar didn't worry about anything except what food he would eat each day. Potiphar knows the Lord is with Joseph, and the Lord is giving Joseph success in everything he does. So that right there shows us that Joseph has been talking about his Lord. He's been talking about his God. And here's what I want us to see. Potiphar puts Joseph in charge of everything and then look who gets blessed. The Lord begins to bless Potiphar and his household for Joseph's sake. That right there is a great insight of how we can be a blessing when we bless someone who is doing what is written in Colossians 3. And I believe this is what Joseph was doing. And Colossians three twenty three reads, whatever you do, Work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord. Potiphar didn't worship the God of Joseph, but he knew Joseph's God was involved, so he bought in. Potiphar wasn't blessed because he gave Joseph a job or a place to stay. No, Potiphar was blessed for Joseph's sake. What a revelation to end this podcast today. I pray you've been blessed and inspired by the continuation of this story. And as I leave you, I want you to remember that God is absolutely crazy about you. So join me next time for Plans Part 4 as Joseph is faced with temptation on the job. Will he pass the test? Let's discover this together next time.